We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In this segment, and this is going to be a short one, I just want to do a quick recap and also give you just a little bit of, of what I see perspective-wise from where I'm sitting after, after these midterms, now that they've passed. So the very first thing that, that I want to bring to your attention is, is well, basically reality. It's just reality and what and, and truth. So I wasn't involved in all this until 2020. I never even voted until 2020. I, I, I looked at politics as, as some theatrical show that is put on just to, I, almost like a compulsory thing that doesn't really help, doesn't really do anything because I would hear people speak on both sides, both Democrat and Republican, and yet I still saw the state of my life, my neighborhood, my family, and it's like these these guys don't they're they're not doing anything. So like what's the point in voting? That's that was my perspective, very ignorant one, yes. And then in 2020, when they refused to just leave me alone, leave my fam- me and my family alone, let me just run my business and provide, protect my children and love my wife, when they, when they refused to, to acknowledge that this is the land of the free and the home of the brave, when they started to, started to tell me that, that it's not about freedom, that it's, it's, a, it's about something else or, or that they equated you ex- exercising your liberty as you being selfish, I was like, okay, wait, what's, what's going on? And then I pulled back the curtain. And once I did that, I was hit with this wave of reality. And I definitely regretted not, not being in the game sooner. Not that, that you know, that I felt that my, my one vote, my involvement would have, you know, greatly altered the course of history. But the fact that I wasn't in the fight that, and, and as a citizen, you have a responsibility. I felt like me not doing anything is me helping them destroy my country, if that makes sense. And so I got up off the couch and I pulled back the curtain and I saw the level of corruption, like a cancer that is just metastasized throughout, my, throughout this entire country. And, I, and then I learned that this happened well before I was born. That this has been going on for decades, for decades, there's been this force to undermine this great experiment of self-governance. And so we have the inception of this country and we come all the way to this point because then they fought for freedom. They fought against tyranny and they knew that that type of evil is just in man. And so they devised the country with enough foresight to go, you know what? This is definitely something that can happen again if we look throughout history. So what can we do? Well, we have a First Amendment because if a man can't speak his mind, he's not free. 
And then we have a second amendment. If a man can't protect himself, his property, and then also the potential for tyranny, if he's not prepared to, with the greatest tool available at that time, they knew the technology was going to grow. (laughs) The greatest tool available at that time, then he won't be able to maintain his liberty because it is in the nature of man to want to control and impose his will onto another man. That's what history showed them up to that point. And I would argue that that's what history has shown us from then to this point as well. So I say all that to bring up in 2020, you guys voted for a man who didn't really campaign, who didn't really come out and and tell you what what his his policies and what his ideas were going to be. And when he did, he was very ambiguous. He'd say things like, well, I'll tell you after you elect me. And then he would say really, really questionable, really, really, you know, misogynistic and racist things like your VP will be a black woman. That to me is both racist, discriminatory and misogynistic. Why isn't it just going to be the best person with the job? And then he'd say things like, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. Or if you want to know if you're black, then you, you know, vote for, I can't remember the exact words, but essentially it was, if you don't vote for me, you're not black, which is one of the most racist things I've ever heard in my life. And you guys still voted for him. And his policies, even when he did speak, his policies were always going to destroy the country. I could see that. And yet you still voted for him. And then we fast forward. And this is whether you believe that there were shenanigans during the election or not. The thing that the, the fact that you voted for him anyway, he wasn't a good candidate at all. And if it was on the Republican side, I would have felt the same way because I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a patriot. I look at what the candidate's policies are. I look at what their vision is. And then if it aligns with my values or more aligns with my values than the other candidate, that's what I'm voting for. That's how that works. Now, lately, that's been all Republican because the Democrat Party has gone off the deep end as far as my aligning with my values. They simply don't align with my values on any on anything, actually, not on immigration, not on health, not on economy, not on domestic policy, not on foreign policy, like at all. (laughs) Education, nothing. They don't align with my values at all. So you voted for him anyway. And then he's destroyed the country. As I knew he would, I told people that he would. I'm like, I'm, why would I vote for him? He's going to destroy everything. His policies are really, really bad ideas. And, if, and there's historical precedent on these things. What they're trying to do with energy is not going to work. What they're trying to do with the economy, bringing socialism, is not going to work. What they're trying to do with health care, well, Obamacare was already socialism, Medicare, Medicaid, that's all socialistic. Having more of that isn't going to work. The way they look at, at immigration, actually not having immigration, not even protecting the border, that's not going to work. None of these things are going to work, objectively speaking. They don't pencil. You get a calculator, it doesn't add up. And so we fast forward, not even two years later, we're looking at a midterm after you've already, after you've already voted somebody that, that didn't even present himself as a quality, as a quality candidate at all, was saying racist statements, misogynistic statements, all he talks about is being discriminatory. He's going to help people of color first and, and all these things. It, it just it didn't make any sense. 
right? Like you're talking about bringing back actually systemic racism beyond affirmative action. Like every time he spoke, it was about discrimination. They use words like equity, but it was discriminatory towards citizens of the United States. It, and you guys voted for him. I was like, he's telling you that he's not about America. He's telling you that he's not going to protect our borders. And, and you're voting for him. Okay. So then we fast forward. And you're looking at, you know, they're talking about a red wave because the Democrats have gone so far off the deep end. The economy sucks. And we're looking at this energy stuff and the oil and all these things. We're like, okay, people obviously, just out of self-preservation, would want to vote for candidates who are, who are offering a solution for these things. Because the Democratic Party isn't. They don't even want to talk about inflation and the fact that we're in a recession. They don't even want to admit that we're in a recession. They don't even want to talk about the issues that, are, that people are really talking about at their kitchen table. What they want to talk about is Roe v. Wade, which has nothing to do with abortion and everything to do with the federal government's hand getting out of that and having it go back to the states so that the local governments where you live, you now have the power to vote and, and move the needle whichever way you want. That's democracy actually in action. You think a Democrat party would be for that. But no, they lied to you. Just like they lied to you about Biden. Just like they lied to you about Kamala Harris. Just like they lied to you about everything. And they use mainstream media who lies repeatedly to keep this propaganda on a 24-hour stream into your minds. And they won't allow any type of counter message. They won't allow any balanced message to enter in. Their message has to be the only one. I liken it to having dirty water and clean water sitting in front of you. Now, a rational person is never going to choose the dirty water, right? But what if the dirty water is the only choice and the clean water is moved off the table? It's suppressed, it's vilified. You're told that even if you look at that water, that you're, you're gonna destroy democracy, you're gonna destroy our country. So the only choice is dirty water. Now, a rational person like me, I'm still not gonna drink it. I'll just go thirsty. But if that's the only thing that's available, not only will people drink it, they'll drink it and call it the best water or the most secure or the most secure election in the history of elections in our country. That's the power of information. That's the power that propaganda has. And that's why elites always buy media sources. They always buy media outlets, papers, magazines, now TV, then social media, they, always, because they know that messaging is that powerful. And this is how powerful it is. And this is, and this is really what the point of all of this is, is really how powerful messaging is. Because you have, you guys voted you guys voted, you had a choice between two, between two candidates. You voted to have the candidate who's brain damaged. You voted to have that person represent you. No one in their right mind would hire this person to represent them. They wouldn't. He is now disabled and most likely will be for the rest of his life. And it's something doing, dealing with the brain. It's not like he's in a wheelchair and there's nothing wrong with his mind and he's able to lead. How can, a, how can you be a competent leader and you have brain damage? And instead of choosing a candidate who doesn't have brain damage, you chose the one who does have brain damage. For me, that was like black and white. Well, I'm, 
this person has brain damage. Doesn't matter what I thought of them before. I, I definitely they 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 are incapable of actually doing the job of representing our state. And you still voted for this person. And then I I got up this morning, and this is really what spurred this whole segment. I got up this morning, and I see that Katie Hobbs in Arizona beat Carrie Lake. Now understand this, they took forever to count. Now you can go with, hey, there's the shenanigans and all this. But my thing is, why would you vote for Katie Hobbs at all? She refused to debate, so she's a coward. You don't know what her stances are, besides she's like for abortion up in past nine months, so infanticide, so she's a monster who believes in the killing of the most innocent of us. Where does she stand on the border? She's gonna stand with the rest of the Democrats, open borders. She's, she's even had documented racist occurrences in her past. She basically didn't run. She wasn't even a, a, a valuable candidate, a viable candidate. She didn't prove anything to you. She didn't prove that she could do the job, just like with Biden. The media carried her across the finish line. And you voted for her instead of voting for a woman who's been in Arizona for like three decades, if not more, is about America first, which means you. She's about protecting our borders to keep an invasion of drugs and all of these things coming in and illegal and, and people who are breaking the law. Every illegal, every immigrant that enters into this country illegally is a criminal and should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law and that's sent back to their country and told, come back in the right way. You can't climb through the window. You need to come through the front door. And you guys voted not for that, not for good leadership, not for somebody who's, who's saying that I'm here for Arizonans, I work for them. You don't want somebody who's working for you. You got, you, you, you voted for the dirty water. With Fetterman, you voted for not only dirty water, but dirty water that's, that's, that's broken. And it wasn't just those two races. Those two, to me, are, are just the most significant because one was brain damaged, and then in Arizona, it was clear who was actually going to be a good leader and who wasn't. Katie Hobbs is a coward. How is she going to represent you? She's a coward. She refused. She refused to represent you during, during the race. What makes you think she's going to represent you as your governor? And it's like you guys don't even see it. You guys are drinking that dirty water and understand that dirty water is gonna pollute your body and pollute your mind and pollute your spirit. So, this is my observation. This is the reality of it. You guys have been, you guys have been controlled by propaganda. You've been conditioned by propaganda for so long. It's been in schools preparing you guys. It's, it's in our higher learning preparing you guys to, to hate this country to hate the liberties that this country was designed to give you as a God-given right. And it's all set up so that you give, you give this country over to people who just want to dismantle it. So you're going to end up with less freedom and you're going to end up basically, well, I, there, there's really nothing more that you need to say.
You're going to end up with less freedom, but it's because you're giving it away. Because all you've been drinking is dirty water. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact that there's a concerted effort to do this because they won't allow balanced messaging. That's enough. The fact that they suppress and censor that clean water, the fact that you don't have a choice between the two, lets me know that what they want to do is destroy you from the inside out. They want you to drink that dirty water, which means that they don't care about you and understand their water is always clean. They don't want, they have, there's no better, there's no better, there's no more obvious, obvious result of these decades of propaganda than to look at the young vote. There was an unprecedented vote between, I think it was like 18 and 29 or 18 and 24. And they overwhelmingly, I've seen 68%, I've seen 70%, they overwhelmingly voted blue. And the three things that matter to them the most were the three things that are the most propagandized. Abortion, they actually believe that it's a reproductive right because that lie has been told to them over and over and over. Climate, once again, they've been told lies over and over and over and over and over and over. To the point now where you have all of these young people doing protests against oil and gas and climate and gluing themselves to walls and destroying works of art. They're not, do you understand that these young people should be endeavoring to create their our future? But no, not only are they not creating, they're destroying things that they didn't create. They're destroying beauty that they didn't have a hand in creating. And then the other thing is immigration, which they're being lied to. They're being told there's no such thing as an illegal person. It's so nonsensical, it doesn't make any sense. These people are criminals. Simple, it's plain and simple. If, if you want to help them, go to their country and teach them how to come here illegally. How to come here legally. But to encourage them to come here illegally, you are complicit in illegal action. And so to have young people overwhelmingly vote for their own destruction lets you know that they've just been brainwashed. They've been conditioned, just like what Mao did with his red book. It's the same thing. You look at the brown shirts, same thing. That's, that's, what these, that's what these tyrannical people do. They erase history and they brainwash children and then they weaponize them and they send them out against their own families and their own communities. This isn't anything new. It's just for me, since, since I'm, I'm, I'm late to the game, admittedly, I just did it. You hear about it and you can read about it in history, but to experience it, to go, wow, all these young people really came out and voted for the right to kill their own children out of convenience. It's a lie to believe that it's due to incest and rape. It's a lie. Most abortions are abortions of convenience. You want the sex, but you don't want the baby. So once again, they've been lied to. It's not women's health care. It's not reproductive health care. It has nothing to do with health care. Killing your child has nothing to do with health care. Nothing. But that's the lie. And this climate alarmism, where, where a young person would have hope, now they believe that the world's going to end in like 12 years. That, that actually came out of AOC's mouth, who's also been brainwashed. Even though you can look at how many times they've been wrong about the climate. First, it was global cooling. 
Then it was global warming. And then now it's climate change. Why? Because they learned, okay, global cooling is not going to work because nothing, oh, now global. So they're like, okay, well, we can just call it climate change. And then we can, anything that happens, anything that's anomalous, anything that happens within climate, we can say it's climate change. People start, start dying of myocarditis, we can say it's climate change. So the fact that these young people voted for their own destruction lets you know that all those things that you read about with the propaganda and how it twists people's minds and how it brainwashes and, and the children just brainwashed and falling in lockstep. I see it now. It's happening right before our eyes. So here's what's going to happen. Here's what's most probable. That's what I'll say. Because I don't know the future. But you look at history, you look at certain patterns. Here's what's most probable. Arizona is going to continue to go to crap. California, because you guys voted for Newsom again, and you voted for Prop 1, I, and I'm a California boy, you guys, you guys are so crazy. <laughs> California, you guys are so crazy. I, I, don't, I don't know why there's so many crazy people in California. And they're, and they're literally concentrated between San Francisco and LA. So San Francisco, San Jose, LA. Because San Diego isn't as crazy. And definitely when you go up more into the Sierras where I am in Placer County, they're not as crazy. You guys vote for Newsom again, as if he's done anything that you would want him to continue to do. He destroys San Francisco. You guys give him California. He's just been destroying California. He makes it past the recall by the skin of his teeth. Why? Because he's been destroying California. And so those people, when you when, when he survived the recall, all you did was was have more people leave California. So they're like, okay, well, look, our votes don't matter. These people are crazy. We're just going to bounce. California's going to continue to go downhill. Hochul wins in New York. <laughs> Nobody likes this woman. She wasn't even elected. To begin with, what is she doing? What is she saying that she's going to do that you want her to keep doing it? She doesn't want you armed and she's not doing anything about crime. Okay. New York's going to continue to go downhill. Right? Oregon's going to continue to go downhill. Like they're all going to continue to go downhill. And what you're going to start to see is you're going to start to see this, this parallel. That divide is going to, is going to continue to grow. And in places, they're going to mostly be red. This is going to end up really being a red-blue thing. The places where they're mostly red, these, these states are going to start to prosper. And these blue ones are going to start to go down here. Homelessness is going to continue to rise. Crime is going to continue to rise. Economy is going to continue to, to, to falter. They're going to continue to, to raise taxes and keep taking your money. And then more people are going to start to move from these places. As the Democrats keep pushing them until they, pass, until they cross that line, they're going to continue to move. And then once again... These red states are going to continue to grow. These are going to continue to go down. That's what's going to happen. It's going to get worse. And then at the top of all of this, we have two more years of a president who believes that it's not about freedom. He's, he's the commander-in-chief of the land of the free, and he doesn't believe it's about freedom. He believes that if you're, if you're exercising your liberty and it contradicts their plan, that you're being selfish. So it's not about freedom to him. And he's going to continue to institute more systemic, systemically racist policies. And he's going to continue to support the, mutil, the, the mutilization of children and the killing of babies. And he's going to call it health care. And he's going to call it gender-affirming care. But the reality is we're going to have more children that are going to get sterilized. And we're going to have more babies being, being, not being born. 
All this while young people are going to continue not to have children, continue not to couple and get married and be fruitful and multiply, and continue to be nihilistic and sociopathic. We're going to get more and more shootings from these young people, and they're going to keep coming after the Second Amendment because they think that if you got rid of the gun, you're going to get rid of the sociopath. It doesn't work that way. Guns don't make sociopaths. Sociopaths just use guns. And then they'll use a car, they'll use a bomb, they'll use a knife, they'll use a towel, they'll use anything. They'll use Molotov cocktails because they're sociopaths. And they're nihilistic because you've told these young people they don't have a future, that the sky has fallen. So they're going to finally admit that we're in a recession and things are going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, but not in Florida, not in Texas. See what I'm saying? So I want you guys to watch and they're going to keep pumping this propaganda into your heads. And so that's the darkness. And that's why I started this, the light bulb initiative. I didn't realize how, 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 dark it's, how dark it is out there. But the only way that we're going to get out of this, it's not going to be one person coming to save us. That's not how we're going to get out of this. How we're going to get out of this is by having clean and dirty water as a choice, by having balanced messaging. And that's why I'm going to keep putting out the truth as I see it so that I can help to balance that. I'll keep getting censored and suppressed. But more and more people are, are, are looking for that clean water now, whereas before they weren't. It wasn't like they, it's like they didn't even notice. They've been drinking brown water so long they thought that it's supposed to be brown. But more and more people are waking up like me. I was drinking that brown water and didn't even know it. Then in 2020, they woke me up and I looked down. I'm like, wait, this water's brown. What the heck am I drinking brown water for? This isn't chocolate milk. And now I'm drinking clean, fresh water. That's what I'm drinking, and I'm trying to pass it on to you. All right? So, as I said, they want you in the dark. I'm over here trying to help you turn on that light. You guys be well.